seconds. No, I want this town to be near you. No, grey skies ever turn blue. Welcome to the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 707, seven minutes after seven. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Programming note, just an hour program today, getting bumped for special Bulldog preview by WSB Sports Director Jay Black. Of all the times I've been bumped in my life, I've never <laughs> been so honored than to get bumped by Jay Black. So uh, stick around at 8 o'clock for a Georgia Bulldogs preview from WSB Sports Director Jay's Black. Uh, I am WSB's assistant to the assistant sports director. WSB's assistant to the assistant to the assistant sports director, Judd Hickenbotham, joined us on the uh, show. Absolutely. And I uh, have nothing to do with the sports department. Ashley Frasca what? in the studio here. I'm the bulldog. Yeah, she exactly. roots for the dogs. She yeah. roots for the dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, big show tonight, though. We only have an hour, but coming up, uh, Matt Eisman. You guys know him? I'm sorry. The host of American Ninja Warrior. Oh, yeah. He's going to be coming show. up on the show. Nice. And comedian Pete Holmes from the uh, hit show HBO's Crashing okay. will be joining us. But I wanted to grab you, Bananas. Actually, I just wanted Ashley, but HR makes me have a dude <laughs> in the room. John's the better looking half. No, no. HR's like, you can't be alone in a room with Frasca. Exactly. So I, Aren't I needed, you all morning long? Awkward. I don't understand. No, little guys in there. Oh, little, that's, yeah. why, that's why they hire little guys. We need a chaperone. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but Ashley... Uh, you know, we're already starting to plan for Captain Herb's Toys for Tots event coming up in December. We've got a fundraiser coming up, and I wanted you to tell the folks about it to kick off the Mark Aram show tonight. We do. This is going to be the uh, first ever disc golf tournament that we've done. None of us know anything about disc golf. I'm learning very quickly, but it was thrown at us. <laughs> No pun intended. <laughs> by a traffic trooper, the idea. <laughs> He's like a professional disc golfer, and uh, so he wanted to do his part, help us raise money for a toys real for professional. Tots. Like yeah, yeah, yeah wow. they have a league and disc stuff. golf it's, driver. He's it's our jeez. Uh, He's our traffic trooper. Yeah, nice. I mean this this stuff's legit. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna be down at a um, a park, J.P. Mosley Park in Stockbridge, September twenty third. So you got a month to plan. Yep. Anybody can play. Twenty dollars now, Judd. Okay. Get your discs. Get your <laughs> baskets, whatever you need to, to do this thing. <laughs> and uh, September 23rd, $20 to play. That's the registration fee. And you will meet all kinds of WSB, I use the word celebrities very loosely. Sure. Personalities. Personalities. Yeah, there you exactly. go. They, they're, they're calling us celebrities. Yeah. It makes me a little uncomfortable. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll be at each of the 18 holes and meet all the players and things like this. Real quick, uh, 20 bucks, September 23rd. 23rd. All the profits go to Captain Herb's Toys for Tots. Yeah. Where can we get more info? It's Saturday morning. Uh, the, the tournament will begin at 10 a.m. So folks can go to the Facebook page, actually, if they follow me on Facebook, Ashley yeah. Frasca. WSB, um, I created the event. So that's probably going to be the easiest. Got the registration link and all of that kind of stuff. Very blessed. It's going to be fun. Can I'll be just, there. I'm going to hang out. You I am, I am you'll literally. You'll be the tallest guy there. I, probably, I'm, I am the worst Frisbee thrower of all time. Yeah. I'm so, so ter- I cannot throw it straight. Yeah, so you'll I'll just, just be the personality. Pictures. Mine Don't always make has a left Do you know who's the best uh, frolfer in the building? Who's that? Oh, Buford. Buford. Yeah, Buford. He's a know, professional frolfer. Yes. Buford has liked the event, so I think that may yeah. mean the elusive Bigfoot Buford. He's very flaky. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, he'll be there. He'll I hope be. so. I'll make sure he's there. All right, excellent. Real quick again, September 25th. Third. Third, 23rd. <laughs> Twenty dollars. Won't be there. Info on uh, Ashley's uh, Facebook page, uh, Ashley Frasca yeah, WSB. Look for the event. The event is called Tossing for Tots because you toss a f- disc. Golf. We, might, we might want to need rename that. I'm thinking <laughs> we're not 
tossing the tots. I think we might want to rename that. All right, get out of here. Thank you, Judd. Thank you, Ashley. Here he is, world famous comedian, now actor, producer, Pete Holmes. Loyal listeners to the show know how much I love HBO original programming and how much I've been bragging about one of their latest comedies uh, called Crashing. Uh, it's it's off the air now. Season one is done, but it was fantastic. If you haven't seen it, I suggest you do. So I'm very thrilled to uh, have our next guest join us. He is the star of Crashing. I guess star, creator, producer, director. He does it all. He is Pete Holmes. Pete, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Thank you so much, Mark. It's a pleasure to be here. Atlanta's a great, uh, great comedy town. It absolutely is. Your uh, yeah. So, so crashing. I, I, I got to just brag on it for a second. What a great, great series. I got to ask, how much of it was autobiographical, and how much was it uh, just, you know, fiction? <laughs> it was a, you know, it was a mixed bag. Uh, we certainly kind of turned the volume up on some of the real life things that happened to me to make them funnier and to make them a little bit more interesting. Because I, I did get divorced when I was young. I got married when I was 22. I grew up religious, and that's what you do. <laughs> you know, you meet a girl and uh, want to get married and have sex and all that stuff. You get married first, so that's what we did. And then what we did on the show was we kind of made the divorce and keep starting in comedy right around the same time. Because we thought that was a very interesting idea that somebody's life is turned upside down, and then he's kind of kicked into the deep end of stand-up comedy, and specifically stand-up comedy in New York, which I think is kind of perfect because comedy, like stand-up and New York City, both don't need you or want you. <laughs> that makes sense. How, like, how, often did you, both... how often did you have to crash oh, on, on someone's couch? Because that, that's a central theme of you looking for a place to stay uh, episode after episode. Did that really happen to you? Were you, were you crouch, uh, couch jumping? <laughs> I, I wasn't couch surfing as literally as I do on the show. But like T.J. Miller, for example, who's one of the guest stars uh, on season one, when my wife left me in real life, I didn't have anywhere to go. Obviously, I needed to find an apartment. And in that interim, he was like, well, I'm filming this movie in, I believe it was Pittsburgh. And I, he flew, I flew out to Pittsburgh and stayed in his hotel with him uh, for, I think it was almost a week. So there was that. And then I remember Nick Kroll, who's another wonderful comedian, was helping me find a place. And then I ended up staying at Craig Baldo's place, another comedian. So I was kicked around the scene, just not as long as we're doing on the show. Because I thought a really fun way to show the intimate and real lives of different comedians, because they're fascinating people, would be to have Pete staying with different comedians. So we kind of, like I said, we turned the volume up on how how broke Pete is and how desperate he is. It's an amazing show. We're talking to Pete Holmes from uh, HBO's Crashing, which is now available on Blu-ray and DVD. I highly recommend you, you catch it. Um, Artie Lang, how did you get hooked up with Artie Lang, and, and uh, what did you think of his, his role on the show? You know, it's funny. Like I, We wrote the pilot with so many different guest stars kind of like sitting in that place. At one point, I was like, oh, it could be... Zach Galifianakis, or maybe it could be Bill Burr, and I'd write all these different drafts, because obviously who the person is makes a huge difference on that story. And, uh, you know, because of some scheduling things, we, we were running out of time, and we had to have auditions for the part. We were about two or three weeks away from shooting, and we brought in every comedian that we knew and loved. And I hadn't met Artie, 
But he came in and he was holding the script in his hands, you know, like eight and a half by 11 pieces of paper that were stapled. He had taken the staple out. So he's just holding like a, like a shuffle of papers, like a hysteric, like accountant or something. And he's wearing sunglasses and sun. And he's got his track pants and they're sagging and he comes in. It's like a tornado, like the Tasmanian devil, but that only goes through like Del Taco. And he comes in and he sits <laughs> down and he didn't say a word that we wrote. <laughs> he didn't no do kidding. any of it. Like That's he, funny. He, I mean, like he did a little bit, but like he was improvising so much. And Judd and I are sitting there and we're dying laughing. He completely dominated the scene. It was him and two other people at the same time. We let those other people read again after him because it was just so crazy and hilarious and real. And he just so clearly came to play and came to win and crushed it. And then Judd and I just looked at each other and were like, are we, we going to do this? This seems like the perfect fit. And it's kind of like the crazy counterpart to Pete's naivety and Pete's sweetness. Artie is kind of like the ghost of comedy future. And he gets to warn Pete about the path. He's a little bit like Han Solo. <laughs> you know, if I'm Skywalker, he's the Han Solo that's like, it's crazy out there, kid. And he nailed it. Like, in the pilot, he improvised so many of his scenes. He brought so much of his own story and his own kind of crazy history to, the, to, to his monologues. And he's hilarious. And there's just something about watching the two of us on screen that I just love. It, it was great, so, great to see him back it. again. It was fantastic. Uh, forgive my ignorance, because I don't know the actor's name, but the, the, the relationship on screen that you had with your ex-wife's lover... That was that was yeah. really cool story arc. Who who was the actor and, and tell us about him? Oh yeah, that's George Basil. Uh, he plays a guy named Leaf who has uh, obviously has sex with my wife. <laughs> yes. But the strange <laughs> but the strange thing about him is, and this is what's so amazing about George, is even though he's in kind of like a traditionally nefarious role, he's, he's the adulterer. Um, you like him, and my character can't help but like him. And the audience can't help but like him. And he keeps kind of coming through the season. And he's even in, in the second season because George is just incredible. Uh, he's an amazing improviser. I actually met him at a party. This is such a, it sounds like such a Hollywood thing, but you really have to look <laughs> the details to make it real. I met him at a party, and I was like, I don't understand. You're so funny, and, and nobody looks like you. Nobody, like, has that yeah. vibe. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why you're not famous. And then... And then I put him in a show. But the, the thing that people always leave out of stories like that is it was five years later. <laughs> it took a while. But you got you, you, you fulfilled your promise. Uh, I know we're short on time. A couple, a couple of quick things. Uh, the, the fictional town in upstate New York, or did you base it on a real town? Where, where were you living when you, you were married in the, in the show? Yeah. We did kind of, yeah. I was living in Sleepy Hollow. Oh, which wow. Is perfect. Yeah. I lived... At a time when I was really married and my wife felt so distant from me and I thought I was like in some sort of weird purgatory, I was living in Sleepy Hollow on Gory Brook Road, Gory Brook, <laughs> behind a cemetery. That's Terrytown, right? Nightmarish. Yeah, it, it's the Terrytown stop. Yeah. Or if you're on the local, you can take it one more to Sleepy Hollow. Uh, so it was like the weirdest Tim Burton divorce there's ever been. That's amazing. <laughs> Second question. Tell yeah. me, tell me, tell me, we're confirmed for a season two of Crashing. Yes, in fact, uh, I, I'm, in, I'm talking to you from New York, uh, and we're about 75% done. We have two more episodes to shoot, 
and then I'm going to be in a windowless editing room for a couple months. <laughs> well, I, let me just say, the first season was awesome. I'm hooked. I love it. I wish you nothing but the best. I can't wait for season two to start. Folks, if you haven't uh, seen Crashing, it's available on Blu-ray and DVD. Pete Holmes, continued success, my friend. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back to the show. Ask us anything. It's an AMA show here with you live till 8. Jeff's in Decula. Jeff, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. How are you doing? What's up, buddy? Uh, what area of discipline did you guys uh, study when you went to college, and what school did you go to? I studied uh, journalism at Marist College, and I probably should have studied history. So uh, I regret studying journalism because I didn't learn anything. I already knew how to do journalism. Um, I, I, if I could go back, I would do history. Longoria? Um, communications at um, Austin Community College. Communications in Austin, Texas. at Austin Community College. Chuck, what did you study and where? Uh, I got two degrees from the University of Montana, one in psychology with an emphasis in abnormal child development and radio television production. <laughs> what? <laughs> Those are two different. Wow. Ab abnormal you, child yeah. development. Yeah. Well, no, that's why I was That's in... why you get along with Griffey so well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, know how to, you know how to deal with it. I used to work at as with at-risk youth. Yeah. Very cool. I could see that. Uh, Buford. I didn't make it out of high school. Buford is an overachieving high school dropout, just like Bill Gates. There you go. Not as rich, but... Not as rich. Well, I think Bill actually went to high school, but he, he dropped out of college. So did Zuckerberg. So did Ronald on the phone. Hello, Ronald. Welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? Hey, guys. How you doing? What's up? Hey, great great show, guys. Thank you, sir. Hey, I have a couple questions. Uh, did you ever find out what was that smell that you smelled, you know, from the United House the other night? Well, the other day? You wasn't talking about? Which sm Oh, no. Uh, so it's been raining the whole... Ever since that, I smelled my grandmother's... Uh, dryer oh, street. Yeah. So when I walk the dogs, a it's a quick walk, and I haven't, I can't smell anything because it's been raining all the time. Uh, I, I was very entertained that night, I man. Yeah, and, that's. You know, I'm glad it, you reminded it was me. A very good show. H hang yeah. on, Ronald. You can ask your other question when we get back. Okay. Yes, sir. All right, we got to we got to step away for uh, news weather traffic. That's a good reminder for Ronald. When it stops raining finally, I got to ask my neighbor what their dryer sheet is. That reminded me of my grandmother's house. All right, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram at your beck and call till 9 in the p.m. tonight. Uh, except, well, I'm lying because at 8 o'clock, Jamie Bendel, I know you're a big college football fan. Jay Black's Bulldog Preview will be airing at 8 p.m. tonight. Wow. As we, uh, yeah, exactly, man. This is the best time of the year. Yeah. It snuck up on me. Football season. It's here, dude. We had the, the Falcons played their first preseason game yesterday. Giants are on tonight. Yes. What are, how are we going to do this year? Hold on, Matt. We're, we're talking football. Um, how are you guys still surprise? talk football after last year? 
That is brave. Yeah. I went through it as a Broncos fan a few years ago at, at uh, New York when we lost to Seattle. Yeah. 12 seconds in the safety happens and that you're but that Super Bowl I think had to be It was rough. We we haven't we don't really talk about okay, that. Yeah, game. I shouldn't have brought it up. No, no, it's shouldn't fine. Brought it up. I wouldn't bring it up on the uh, punchline hey, stage hey, this weekend. Uh Matt Eisman who is uh best known probably for American Ninja Warrior yeah. at the punchline stage this weekend. Tickets available online. Punchline.com. That's Jamie Bendel from the Punchline. Matt, welcome to the South. Thank you. Your first time in Atlanta? Uh, no, we were actually here last year for American Ninja Warrior. We got to film right outside of uh, Turner Field there. Oh, no kidding. Uh, right next to the Hank Aaron Museum. Yeah, uh, the statue. statue there. Uh, it was great. It was it was awesome being here. I was. Everyone told me... Well, so I work with Christine Leahy, who's mm-hmm. in the sporting world, and she said... Everyone had told her to go to Magic City, and I was thinking, <laughs> I was because I like I like magic shows. Apparently, yeah. it was something else. But really, really love being in Atlanta. Um, what a city! Did you the, go to Magic energy. City? No, we didn't. Right. I went we, once. We, is it good? It's, was it magical? It's not. I wouldn't say it's good or bad. Amazing how they make dollars disappear. It's different. Yeah, it's a different kind of gentleman's shoe show, shoe show kind of club that that the three of us. Um, Caucasian fellas might be used to. Uh, it's a whole different vibe, atmosphere, right. clientele, personnel. But I mean, it's a it's historic. You should you know go this weekend. I, I, it's it's fascinating because you know, I did Celebrity Apprentice and I got to meet Vince Neil and Vince is a connoisseur oh, yeah. of the club. Absolutely, and, and it's it's so funny because you know when I was twenty or whatever, my friends and I would go a couple times and we just remember girls, girls, girls. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. being on and the so, anthem. We did. Uh, we had a charity event where we had to raise money, and so you know you had to call people. And this was it, you, you had about twelve hours to call people to get them to come in. So I'm struggling to get anyone. Vince Neal, meanwhile, and this is a candy shop. Yeah, a candy shop in <laughs> in Marina del Rey. Mm-hmm. This this guy comes in with two girls who look like they hadn't slept and were dressed like they might be at a Magic City yeah. show. Come in and they just dropped down a bag of ten thousand singles. Oh my god! <laughs> and I was like, You're the man, Vince Neil. That's unbelievable. It was so. So what came first, Celebrity Apprentice or American Ninja Warrior? How, what, uh, was American Ninja Warrior did so for me. I, I've been on American Ninja Warrior. We're in season nine right now. I started uh, in in the second season, and um, I, you know, I, it was total nepotism why I got on. Oh Apprentice. no, kidding? Yeah, it was because they were they were filling out the cast, and literally they called me a week before. Yeah. Uh, which in TV terms, you know, that's like the lights go up at 2 a.m. in a bar. And Whatever. Some girls like, hey, yeah. you're you're the guy. You're like, hey, I'm just happy to be here. Exactly and right. Yeah. So I, I was thrilled to get to go on the show. I'm a huge Schwarzenegger fan and, uh, I, you know, end up winning, which was great. Um, so so like, you didn't whatever. get to you didn't get to work with the president. No, so that was, you know, we filmed in February of 2016 when okay. he was still one of 16. Hadn't even yeah. gotten the nomination and nobody thought remotely exactly, there was yeah. a chance. So we shot the show, and it, it had previously been in New York. They moved it to L.A. It's Schwarzenegger. It's a complete reboot. It, you know, nothing to do with him. But then he ends up winning the presidency, and he, because he's a co-creator, he had the option of keeping his name on the show. Yeah. And after winning, he still said he wanted his name sure. on the show. Why and not? So, <laughs> you know, but for half the country, that kind of was polarizing. And so some people just wouldn't tune into yeah. the show. But the final shot of the season is me after winning drinking champagne with executive producer Donald J. That's Trump. That's awesome. Which I, I had that little screen cap there, just thinking the president. I wonder if he ever goes, huh? You know, things get really tough with North Korea. Maybe I'll call Eisman up. Uh, that yeah, that might Clearly actually happen. Skills. Uh, Matt Eisman <laughs> from Celebrity Apprentice, American Ninja Water. Uh, he's in 
town this weekend at the new Punchline location, uh, Rosal Road near Piedmont Road. Tickets available online. Punchline.com. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I want to I ask you about him. Yeah. Uh, so I met him once, 15 years ago, I'd say. Uh, flew out to L.A. My, my best friends live out there. And at the time, one of my buddies, Teddy, was a waiter at the California Pizza Kitchen. Mm-hmm. He's extended uh. his career to, you know, he does stuff now. But this was, you know, right out of college kind of thing. And I'm walking into the California Pizza Kitchen right. at, like, some mall. And walking out of the California Pizza Kitchen, Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. So I go, Ted, Schwarzenegger, Shriver. He goes, yeah, whatever, dude. It's L.A. Like, they... People are I, so over celebrities. They're well, even... some people are. I like. I'm, I'm a bad guy to talk to because I'm a fan. Every time I see someone, I'm always like, "Hey, the, the, he was in Saved by the Bell. Yeah. He, not not one of the main guys, but like yeah. he was the friend of a friend. He had the 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 the, the caffeine habit. Yeah. Uh, so, and for me, what's amazing is. Uh, I grew up in the '80s, so Schwarzenegger, no one bigger. But but we've I've done some events with him since then, and you will see 13, 14, 15 year old kids lose their minds over him. Yeah, who there's he hasn't had a movie since yeah. they were at Conan. He's, he's they an don't icon. Know any of that. He's just this guy who tra- he is someone. There are certain people I think who are who are those larger than life personalities yeah. and who in person to me what was amazing is any, anywhere he went he's the most charismatic guy in the room. The guy, and obviously since then, Maria and here, yeah. no longer on speaking terms. But like, you did know, did you bring that up? Did you say you... I did? But so I was just at his birthday party, and the love child was there. Was the cleaning lady? And there, the cleaning lady was not. <laughs> um, that, at least not you, that I know. you know what we're talking about? Jamie? Oh yeah. Have you seen the pictures of the cleaning mm-hmm. lady? That's the two a.m. You know, <laughs> that is that was the Matt Eisman version of yeah. you're, you're just around. Yeah. You're, I mean, uh, I don't. I mean, I I just don't. I, I can't wrap my mind around. That's a it. proof of just. Whatever's close. What, yeah, you easiest. Any port, port storm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He, but but it's interesting because you know the, it was obviously something that you know blew up his marriage yeah. and blew up his career to a certain extent. And he's just like he's a guy who just kind of moves forward. Yeah, and it's it's uh, it's it is amazing when you you look at this guy who really came from nothing. Yeah, and was a millionaire before his first movie from real estate. Just the guy who's like, I'm gonna outwork anybody. And and it was just it, he became the governor of the largest two term governor. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous in in, in blue California. And which probably is... had it been you know had it not been for the citizenship clause, he, he or being born in America probably would have run for yeah. president and maybe had a shot at it. Absolutely, it's um, incredible. Matt Eisman joining us on the Mark Aram show. Uh, he's at the Punchline Comedy Club this weekend. So career uh, trajectory stand up first what like what got you how did you well, get medicine into- first i was a doctor i am a doctor for I'm real license- yeah i'm a doctor I'm what a- kind of doctor uh, internal medicine so i'm licensed as a general practitioner in california got my md and then quit to do stand-up comedy. So can you still write Cialis prescriptions? <laughs> what? Is this for you or for me? Uh, did my girlfriend tell you something? That, hypothetically. Uh, somebody's not performing. Hypothetically. I can still write that, prescriptions. What's interesting, though, is people, that, you know, comics don't have insurance. And so a lot of them yeah. will come to me and they're like, could I get like some, you know, opioids or something? <laughs> if I haven't written a prescription in 17 years and all of a sudden I'm writing, you know, for for your your Percocets, I think I'm going to go to jail. Yeah, this absolutely. Is, I'm, I'm not, I'm, well, I'm not asking for bad. opioids. I'm yeah. just, just asking for the greatest pill ever created. Uh, I, I just met a drug rep who who was around when when Viagra came out and just said it was it was like having the keys to the kingdom. That every doctor wanted it, every patient wanted yeah. it. 
You 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 were dealing. You know, he was cracking the. You you had that's thing. minor league. It stuff. was it was incredible. Viagra's minor league. Cialis is where to go. Yeah, the Mark Aram Show tonight brought to you by Cialis. Cialis, mm. uh, <laughs> Pfizer, whatever, whoever the hell makes it. So let me ask you a question, Matt. You went to medical school. Yeah. That's a journey, a tough yes. journey. You completed that. Yeah. And then you said, I'm out. Yeah, Peace out. It was. Uh, How did the family take that? The family disowned me. No, they were cool. My, my parents, I think my dad's a doc and, and I think he kind of saw the changing face of medicine and he just saw, you know, my heart wasn't in it and yeah. I didn't want to be a half-assed doctor. I just thought. How miserable to have people's lives in your hands and to not feel like not you're doing really everything care, for yeah. them. And to, for me, I was just picturing going back and playing Nintendo 64. <laughs> and I thought, this is not what it's supposed to be. And like at that point, ER was on. Everyone's having sex. Like No one has sex in a hospital in real life. You're exhausted. Everyone's yeah. disgusting and filthy. I'm like, this is, this is lies. And women weren't that impressed with being a doctor. So I became a comedian. Look, I, really I'm, I'm not going to tell you how to do your business, but I would still think if you're in a bar... It's better to tell a, a, a woman that you're interested in that you're you're a doctor and not a comedian. I may still have the white coat in the yeah, stethoscope, just I, I in case. Because <laughs> I, as far as I'm, as far as I know, that is still the number one profession that ladies are interested in. Is if a dude's a doctor, that's like right. You're, it's you're impressive in. on paper. It sounds reliable. Yeah, and like they'll know what they're doing and anatomically. You can take care of them, right? And, well, and if if what a woman looks for is somebody who will make them laugh. Yeah, I mean, a you're funny really doctor. A, a funny doctor. A funny right. doctor. Yeah, I mean, not Patch Adams. Right, but I mean, <laughs> right, right. I keep telling my girlfriend she's lucky to have me. She doesn't believe me. No, you're a double threat. You can write Cialis scripts, and uh, she probably wants me to write the Cialis script all night long, baby. It's it's the greatest thing ever. Is it really? I don't know why I'm telling you this. You're a doctor. You know this, right? It is. It is the magic pill. Yeah, it's it's amazing though that they they said because of those medications that you've seen the uptick. In STDs in the elderly population because like, now they're just the number they're one like kids in college. The number one uh, city <laughs> for STDs now in the United States is that place in Central Florida where all the people go. What's the name of that community? Valley Village. No, something like that. Park. The villages. The villages. Because all the uh, retired folks right. go down there. I, I, I'm amazed and there isn't a Netflix they're not, show. But. They're not wearing their glasses. <laughs> they can't see the rash. Uh. <laughs> Ladies and, and gentlemen, and they don't care. They're like, what? Else? What? 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 So what? Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going to be punching up daisies. I'm on soon. Medicare. I have, yeah, the, right. the rash yeah, cream is yeah, free. Yeah. I mean, you know, which? How about Usher? Did you see Usher, the woman who's now suing him? Yes. And you're just like this guy. Apparently, was going for anything. She is the the woman that's suing. If for folks that don't know, Usher's getting sued by a woman who says that she gave he gave her herpes. That woman is sister to the cleaning lady of Schwarzenegger. <laughs> they're they're actually related. Wow, uh, they're cleaning up. Yeah, they are. They are cleaning uh, up. Can you hang out one more second? Yeah, of course. All right, Matt Eisman in studio. You know him from uh, Piedmont Hospital. You know him from <laughs> uh, Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. And now uh, he's dabbling in entertainment. Uh, you can see him at Punchline this weekend. Tickets available online. Punchline.com. We'll be right back. Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back. Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Coming up next. Jay Black's UGA Bulldogs preview. Uh, we are moments away from uh, Bulldog. 
football season here on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Jamie Bendel, big dog fan. Matt, uh, you're from Denver? From Denver. What's the, is it the Buffaloes then? The Colorado See you Buffaloes? Buffaloes. Yeah. I, my folks are from Nebraska though, so we grew up oh. Cornhusker fans. I was, uh, I grew up in Connecticut where the college football was like, there was no team to root for. Right. If you were Irish, you rooted for Notre Dame. Right, right. That was it. That's universal. All, every Catholic has to. But I rooted for Nebraska you're because great. of uh, Frazier. Uh, yeah. The quarterback, Tommy Frazier. Tommy Frazier. Yeah, he was the greatest. They were great. Like eighties and nineties with Tom Osborne. They, yeah. they had some. They had some teams. Clutch. Man. Just big red. All right, rolling. I respect that. All right, we're gonna play a little game real quick with okay. you, Matt. It's called Now. It's time for Who's in Your Phone. Uh, so pull out your cell phone. Okay. I want you to blow me away with a name. You don't have to call this person. Don't worry. Oh, but if you wanted to, you could send this person a text. Give me a name that would blow me away. Uh, Vince Neil. That would from Motley Crue or yes. Boy George? Ooh. From I mean, both of them. How they don't always reply to me. Though. In, in thirty seconds, how the hell do you have Boy George? They were both oh, on Celebrity Apprentice. Apprentice. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, from not Celebrity Apprentice. I don't know that I have anyone good. I had John. El- I, I had John Elway's number. Oh, but it wasn't. It was like his assistant assistant's <laughs> number. Yeah, he, he like here's the number to call. And I'm like, oh, I was like Johnny, pleasure meeting you. He's like, yeah. uh, this is Hannah, yeah. John's assistant. I, was like, <laughs> I, I don't believe it. I got fake, fake numbered numbers. by Elway. That's awesome. Uh, Matt, I can't wait to see you. Well, I'm not going to see you at the punchline this weekend. Full disclosure, I'm going to Cherokee for another I poker know, tournament. I, I heard yeah. all about it. It's poker awesome. tourney. Yes. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. But folks, definitely go see Matt. Please do. Um, he's funny and he's a doctor. Uh, tickets available online. Punchline.com. Well, uh, folks want to follow you, social media, websites, where yeah, can we get at you? Matt Eisman on everything. M A T T I S E M A N. Hit me up, Twitter, Facebook, say hello. Or just come see me at the punchline. Yeah. We'll, we'll be giving away Cialis samples. Right. Well, I might cancel That's what my, my comedy's like. Get you excited. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a full weekend of fun. <laughs> it is full. All right. Great to meet you, Matt. Thanks for coming Thanks, in. Mark. Uh, news, weather, and traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile.